much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. In her audition to be someone's VP, uh, Nikki Haley is the pro-war candidate. And I continue to understand people who want to confront Russia. I do not understand anyone who thinks Zelensky's any better. Consequently, I don't get it. And I'm not going to get it. Not until someone comes to me and says, here's why Zelensky's our guy. Because American lives are far more important to me. Well, that's part of it. The other part of it is when I listen to Nikki Haley say this. This is bigger than Ukraine. This is a war about freedom. And it's one we have to win. Yeah. When I hear that and then I take even a cursory glance at the headlines, the United States of America. I failed to become enthusiastic about worrying about other people's freedoms right now. We'll talk about this with the help of Alan's Soaps and alansoaps.com. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. I'm just not getting there on the Ukraine thing. Uh, It's more specifically, I'm not getting there on the Zelensky thing. Uh, Far more specific to that, I am not understanding how this is um, any type of priority for a nation that is bankrupt, whose borders are being overrun, who is having a uh, cultural revolution inflicted upon us. And it's so funny to watch CNN try to make Nikki Haley a happening event. Do you know anyone, anyone who's got the Nikki Haley fever? Do you know anyone who's, has anyone in your circle come to you and said, what do you think about Nikki Haley? I didn't think so. I knew the answer. I was just asking rhetorically. Got to do that sometimes. Ask rhetorical questions. So here is Nikki Haley. Um, explaining all the reasons that we need to be very, very happy to be in this war with Ukraine on their side. And note that as she explains this, Nikki Haley also tells us that she doesn't mean sending our money or our troops to Ukraine. She's very careful to say that. And then right after she says that, she, in fact, says the opposite. This is bigger than Ukraine. This is a war about freedom, and it's one we have to win. Okay, so this is where I have to stop and say, no, no, we have a war on freedom here in this country. You just got done, your party, and you're part of this, Nikki. Your party just got down, just got done forcing our military members to shoot up. 
You just finished doing that. You just finished locking people down in their homes. You just finished firing cops for not shooting up. You have a system where people are being forced to speak lies in gender, etc. No, Nikki, no. It's not a war about freedom because our primary job is to maintain our freedoms. So no, it's not about freedom. It's about something else. Now, she's, she's good at this. I give her credit. She's good at presenting. You look at those Ukrainians and what they do when Russia invaded their freedoms. They moved in okay, there. You don't invade freedoms. You invade countries. They didn't invade freedoms. They invaded a border. Now, certainly, if you believe that a nation has the right to have a border, then you could say that this affects their freedom. But Nikki, our border is being overrun and we all know it and you know it. So we can do two things at once. Yes. Well, except we can't always do three things and four things and five things and six things and seven things and eight things and nine things and 10 things at once. We have troops in Peru are headed there. So we're going to continue to do that while our border is overrun. I'm sorry, it all breaks down. Went to the front lines and fought for their country. The women said, we're not going to stay back. They made Molotov cocktails to defend their country. Everybody gave them five days to survive. So Arizona ranchers whose um, ranches in Texas ranches are being overrun, when they attempt to stop this on their own, they're criminals, they're vigilantes, there was just an arrest of cartel, armed cartel members in Texas. Uh, armed, I mean, you know, armed cartel members, hence armed. We've got the video of Mexican cartel members with rocket-propelled uh, grenade launchers on their backs, which probably came from the Taliban. Now, how would the Taliban get that to Mexico? Oh, that's right. Barack Hussein Obama, mm -mm -mm, God bless Rush Limbaugh, allowed the Taliban to continue to operate in Mexico. Allowed them to continue to bring heroin into this country through Mexico in partnership with those same cartels. Do we think that partnership's gone away? Do we think the Taliban is not going to arm the cartels? The cartels are an army taking over Mexico. They're not going to just, it's not just drug dealing. Why would they stop? They can have their own country and it's a cartel country. So no, Nikki, I'm sorry. It all breaks down. None of it, none of it resonates with me when we have all this happening at home and you're not going to talk about that. But yet their passion and their will push them forward. What we have to understand is a win for Ukraine is a win for all of us. Okay, how? How? So Ukraine wins. And the people in Ukraine get their freedom back, except they don't have actual media because Zelensky has absorbed all the media channels. So now there's just government media. There's entire forms of Christianity that have been shut down, outlawed. Opposition parties have been outlawed. So they get what back, Nikki? We all win. Well, no, not under Zelensky. We don't all win. The Ukrainian people continue to lose. And I'm not saying that they would win if they were taken over by Vlad Putin's Russia. I'm not saying that. But you're making no persuasive case to me. Because not just to the focus here, but because we can just fact check you on consistency. Because tyrants tell us exactly what they're going to do. What we heard, China said they were going to take Hong Kong. They did it. Russia said they were going to invade Ukraine. We watched that happen. Barack Hussein Obama said he was going to fundamentally change the United States of America, and he's getting it done. We have our schools teaching perverse pornographic sex ed, teaching kids to masturbate in grade school. 
and to have orgies in junior high. We've got the grooming that's open and clear and everybody can see it. And if you don't accept it now, you're a bigot. So I'm sorry. No, Nikki, this is not the focus. Our nation is being pushed through a cultural revolution and the only focus can be stopping that, confronting that. That should be your sole and number one focus. But no, no, no. She continues to the Ukraine appeal. China says Taiwan's next. We better believe them. Russia said Poland and the Baltics are next. If that happens, we're looking at a world war. The figurehead has said that they intend to make it nearly impossible for people to live in the suburbs. That they intend to create taxes for driving every single mile you drive, even though the gas tax is that. What they mean is we intend to pass this nationwide. That every mile you drive is taxed, therefore tracked. And the further away you are from a city, the higher the price for driving is going to be. We're going to charge you much, much more if you choose to live outside of our 15-minute cities because we want you all in stackable containers. So no, Nikki, none of this persuades me. This is about preventing war. And so the way you prevent war is not that we give cash to Ukraine, not that we put troops on the ground. Okay, so hold on. Hear what she just said? It's not that we give cash to Ukraine. It's not that we put troops on the ground, but but that we get with our allies and we make sure that we give them the equipment and the ammunition to win because- we- Okay, in other words, we give them money in the form of ammunition and our equipment goes with our advisors. Our advisors accompany our equipment because guess what? Some of our equipment, the world doesn't know how to use yet. Although the Taliban's figured it out because the figure had left behind a billion bucks in equipment and they're figuring it out and so, so are the mexican cartels is anybody persuaded by any of this when ukraine wins that sends a message to china with taiwan it sends a message to iran that wants to build a bomb it sends a message to north korea testing ballistic missiles and it sends a message to russia that it's over okay so why is it that vlad putin didn't do this during the trump administration because trump was unpredictable you are a State Department bot. You're completely predictable. It sends the message to China that they, this is how they're going to respond. Does that stop China? No. It makes them recalibrate their plans and to have different contingencies. Okay, so the United States is going to turn to NATO, but they're not going to put their own boots on the ground and they're going to limit this money. And oh, by the way, they have a divided populace. The populace is not behind their war efforts. So they're already calculating all of this. That's what we have to do. And keep in mind, everybody wants to know, well, how does this war end? It would end in a day if Russia would pull out. If Ukraine pulls out, then we're all looking at a world war. So there's talk of ceasefire. And the people who run Joe Biden are saying, no, 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 no ceasefire. I wonder how that feels to people in cities being bombed. As non-Ukrainians say, no, 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 no ceasefire. If your kid has been killed in a bombing and you have two other kids, does it feel good to have someone cozy in the United States, safe or in, uh, in Brussels, saying, no, 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 no ceasefires? So this is a real issue Jake that Tapper. distinguishes you from some of your opponents. Um, former President Trump has refused to say whether he believes Russia should win the war. No. What President Trump said was he doesn't see it as a win on either side. He wants the dying to stop. And he said that he'd stop the the war in one day. 
So again, Jake Tapper with the propaganda. Or if Putin is a war criminal, for, uh, Florida Governor uh, Ron DeSantis referred to Russia's invasion of Ukraine as a, quote, territorial dispute. You know who else says that? A lot of Ukrainians. There's a lot of Ukrainians who want to be citizens of Russia. So they'll say it's a territorial dispute, particularly given the fact that the United States helped engineer coups over there. Um, What do you think of that? I think that that's a mistake that too many have made. That's exactly what got the Europeans in this position with Russia in the first place. No, what got the Europeans in this position with Russia in the first place was they allowed themselves to become dependent upon Russian oil and Russian energy, against which the president warned when he used to work for him, Nikki. What got them in this position was deciding to buy fuel from a, a, a what you would call a rogue nation, Nikki, is what you would use, phrase you would use. Guess what's going on here? Same thing. The figurehead does not want us producing our own energy as part of the cultural revolution. They want us to go back to the least efficient forms of energy. Because it's part of the cultural revolution, because they must have Americans convinced that our infrastructure is breaking and our system is failing when our system's under attack by the same people. I'm sorry, Nikki, none of it persuades me. Is that they're too trustful. You can't be trustful of a regime that goes in and tries to take away people's freedoms. What we need to understand is that Ukraine has the ability to win. But we have to think bigger than that. And for them to sit there and say that this is a territorial dispute, that's just not the case. To say that we should stay neutral, it is in the best interest of America. It's in the best interest of our national security for Ukraine to win. We have to see this through. We have to finish it. Okay, so we have a regime in this country taking people's freedom. Nikki, I don't care. I I, I have great sympathy for people who's losing their lives and kids are losing their lives in Ukraine and in Russia. But we have a regime here heck-bent on taking away our freedoms. So, no, not persuaded. Not persuaded. 80% of Americans are short on magnesium, which leads to feelings of anxiety and terrible sleep. If you're not getting the sleep you need, get to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products particularly magnesium breakthrough. This is the product I take a couple hours before bed. It's not a sleeping pill. It's nothing like that. It fights anxiety because it regulates the hormone cortisol. Magnesium does that. Magnesium breakthrough has all seven forms of magnesium. So I feel relaxed. You guys have never seen me relax. I can't be relaxed and do the show. When I relax, I feel warm and ready for sleep. And one of the greatest pleasures in the world is reading a book in bed after you have your talk with your wife and you're praying, you're reading a book and the next thing you know, you wake up in the morning. I never get that unless I'm on Magnesium Breakthrough. Go to bioptimizers.com slash Todd. Use promo code Todd to get 10% off all their products, including Magnesium Breakthrough, so that your dreams can power your recovery of your body and then you can power life bioptimizers.com slash Todd, promo code Todd for 10% off. This is the exchange of the year for people who are not insane. Well, at least on the topic of gender jacking. So setting the scene, Senator Kennedy is a witness, is, is questioning uh, a woman who, can, who is a gender jacking proponent and a, a professor, don't you know? So therefore very learned. And in this piece, which is quick, you will hear the fact that this woman is absolutely 100% certain 
of things that are verifiably and instantly untrue. Not just not just the lie that men are women and women are men. They're just trapped in the wrong body. Not just that lie, but on an elemental fact. The structure of men's bodies provides, on average, in general cases, vastly superior athletic capability. We can go through the list. Waist to hip ratio. Leg size. Specifically, the size of the uh, of the um, uh, of the um, oh gosh, what am I? Thigh, uh, <laughs> the thigh part of the leg. Yeah, more. I'm Mister. I'm Mister. Biology. I'm Mister. Anatomy. Um, heart size, lung capacity, fast twitch muscle fiber, lean muscle percentage in the body. So all these factors add up to having more athletic capability. But she gets into a specific case, and she knows this because you can hear the certainty in her voice. Here is the exchange. Women you don't that believe are that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week. Well, there you go. That woman was 100% certain that Serena Williams and Venus Williams defeated any man. The 203rd ranked male. And look, I get my butt kicked pretty often in the gym. By women. I am also nearly 56 years old. And a lot of these women are hardcore, competitive CrossFitters. Many of whom have been to the games. One of whom has won the games. There is nothing that I'm going to go beat this particular woman at. In the realm of CrossFit. Are, are there, in, there instances where I can lift more weight than her? Yeah. But strength to weight ratio? No. In a CrossFit workout? No. No, there's not a workout I could beat her in. Is that the exception? Yeah, it's, it's the vast exception because you can just do a, 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 and I'm not saying that CrossFit is the determiner of this. It just so happens that they've got the biggest database in the world of athletic performance uh, across different time and, and movement modalities. What I mean by that is running, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, biking, um, all, all the combinations of those, odd object workouts, strongman's tile workouts, workouts that last um, 90 seconds, workouts that last two hours. And if you look at that database very, very consistently, there is no chance that even the greatest women, and there are women who beat men in workouts, there, it does happen. But on a percentile basis, it is 99.9%. Even the, the, the lowest ranked male, 300th, 
often beats the highest ranked females. God made us differently because we're to complement each other. We were made from one flesh. We complement one another. I don't know why specifically God does not like um, active homosexuality. I don't know. He's never explained it to me. I don't have anything in the Bible where he says, okay, but guys, here's why. What I do know is that the, the, the being, God Almighty, who designed our bodies and designed our psyches, also designed what's good for us. The same God who created whole foods for us, the same God who requires us to sleep, the same God who requires water for us and air for us, and friendships and fellowship and support and accountability and light, has also said, these things are bad for you. I do know that God loves us. And like a loving parent, he's saying, that might feel good. That might, that might satisfy you in the moment. It cannot lead to good fruit. Nor can lies. Lies like those being told by the figurehead. Lies like those that installed him. And God knows what's good for those people too. And in that, I rest in comfort. Not <laughs> That sounds weird. Sounds like I'm dead. I, I, I am comforted by the fact that I know God knows what's good for these people too. And I do know that justice will come. I absolutely know it. I have no question because God tells us so. And once he says a thing, it's done. I, I got this note from Tim. And Tim wrote me and said, Todd, I'm thinking of buying rough greens for my dog. I'm confused about something, though. You talk about how dry dog food can't contain the important nutrients because that nutrients has been dried out or baked out or has all the shelf life. And I get that. But then how does rough greens do it? That puzzles me. My wife said, just ask Todd. So I'm asking you, love the show. Thank you for putting God at the center. I'd like to hear this on the air if you're willing to do that or allowed to talk about your advertisers. <laughs> well, I, I'm clearly allowed to talk about our partners. I'm doing it now. Tim, I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the note. It's a great question. So Rough Greens is not dog food. It is a supplement for dog food. It was invented by the founder of Rough Greens, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. He's the founder, as I said, of Rough Greens. So Dennis partnered with a naturopathic veterinarian and they were looking to put nutrients back into food that's, that's, as you're correct, baked out, shelf-lifed out, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, digestive enzymes, omega oils, antioxidants, and, and make that all natural. So the process they use to get the Rough Greens supplement to your dog is so very intense. This is how they do it that the fruits and vegetables and the herbs, etc., that make up rough greens are dehydrated in a way where water never touches them. So water doesn't wash out the nutrients. Where those plants never get above 100 degrees, so it's never baked out of the nutrients. It is instantly, after dehydration, instantly cold stored and vacuum sealed. So it's cold stored that preserves it and it's vacuum sealed. So there is no oxygen in the bag that would destroy the product. It doesn't oxidize. It arrives to you with these items fresh. Just like if you open a bottle of probiotics 
and it's a good, solid company, you can smell the enzymes and the probiotics. You can smell that. Open a bag of rough greens. That's what you're putting in your dog's food. That's why it's so potent for returning their health, joint health, brain health, immune system, mood, coat, smell of their breath. Great question. Great observation. Thank you for asking that. And my friend, Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic MD, so confident Rough Greens will improve your dog's health. He's offering a free jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it. All you have to do is cover shipping. So just go to roughgreens.com slash Todd or call 877-MY-DOG-64. Roughgreens.com slash Todd or 877-MY-DOG-64. By the way, that's 877-693-6464. So Target has become an entity that sold out a long, long time ago. And it'd be really interesting in a shareholder lawsuit to go and find out who was the first guy to sell out. How did they get to you and what did they do? In fact, if I were in the, the, the position of a shareholder lawyer, that's one of the things I would look at. I would go find these groups. Want to know why? Because I would then look for more companies that have been taken in by these groups. I would go look for more ways to have shareholder lawsuits to make money off of that if I were an attorney that does that. This is from the Daily Mail. Target has been funding a group that wants to shut down Mount Rushmore, believing it to be an international symbol of white supremacy and demilitarize the violent U.S. military. The retail giant ramped up its diversity program in recent years under Chief Kiera Fernandez, who previously called on white women to battle systemic racism. Now, Fox News Digital's reported that according to its 2021 tax filing, Target's nonprofit foundation funded the NDN Collective in 2022, which is an indigenous-led organization dedicated to building indigenous power, according to the website. So it's a race-based power organization. Now, by the way, I, I love Mount Rushmore. It's an amazing work of art. And to be frank, I get it. No, truly, from a Native American perspective, I get it. I understand why it's offensive. Because of where it's placed in the Black Hills of South Dakota. I get it. Am I saying it should be torn down? No, I don't hold with tearing down national monuments. (laughs) Oh, incidentally, one of the solutions to this has been to create a a, a monument of uh, of Crazy Horse, the great great, uh, Sioux leader. Uh, Incidentally, there's a huge controversy about that because there's plenty of Sioux people who are saying, no, 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 look, the, the Black Hills are alive. You're, you're etching away at, at, at Mother Earth. It's alive. So that's not going to be talked about here. But why would a retail organization do this? Because they got the diversity person in. Every diversity, equity, and involvement or diversity, you know, uh, diversion, exclusion, insanity person is a tool of this stuff. They've already been bought mentally. They've already been convinced mentally. So you can pressure them with the simplest suggestion of just coming along and saying, what are you doing for indigenous peoples? They see this as their jobs. And once they become embedded in an organization, they can't be fired. How do you fire a woman who's been hired because she's black without being a racist and holding yourself up to not just shareholder lawsuits, 
but civil rights lawsuits and bad press. Because remember this, the worst thing you can be called in the United States of America is a white supremacist racist. So they bring these levers to play. If you have a company and it has a DEI chair, get rid of the DEI chair. I'll tell you that there is a guy I know who works in radio. And he happens to be a black guy. And he happens to be known as he known as a absolute ticking time bomb. And the people who work around him, many people, and I'm not saying a few, I'm saying in an organization of probably, I'd say in his division, there's probably 30 people. I could name eight people who think he's going to shoot up the place. And more fundamental to that, that's just someone saying, oh, I think this is going to happen who have seen him use uh, absolutely vile um, language. Language is not violent, but throwing things at people, slamming doors in people's faces, screaming at people that they're, they're blank and racists. And in fact, in fact, in fact, organizing a boycott of one of his colleagues' shows. In fact, working with activists to have one of his, um, one of his colleagues stricken from the air. He can't be fired. It's universally acknowledged in that, in, that, in that radio station. He can't be fired because of his race. So in your official business is a DEI person, how can you be fired? So this is the next phrase. This is a big, big phase that's already occurred with groups like the Human Rights Campaign. Hey, we've noticed that you don't have a chair of diversity exclusion and insanity or diversion exclusion and insanity we can help introduce you to some people or we could put out a report so back to this piece from the daily mail the ndn collectives calls for the return of public land supports israel opening to those who identify as palestinian uh, refugees and reportedly maintains hostile views on the military as they see to have the united states demilitarized and this is something that target gave money to why because Target has been told and their executives have been told you have to do this stuff in order to not face the wrath of the activists. Same piece from the Daily Mail. Twitter's also funded another organization, Fox News Digital Discovered, including the YWC Minneapolis, YWCA Minneapolis, which reported gives anti-racist advice that white kids should be raised to see race in order to understand its systematic racism. They've also helped fund LGB so-called TQ-friendly um, uh, events, pride events, even after they were caught, even after the Bud Light situation. And these are for kids with phrases like trans people will always exist, gay and live, laugh and lesbian. For kids... This really, really is important to me. I sometimes, um, when we talk about fat loss, I always want to slow down and say something. I got a note from someone the other day who said, would soda weight loss work with my kid? And I wrote back immediately and said, hey, 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 let's, let's stop. Like, what is your job as a parent? Uh, is it to raise a skinny and athletic kid or is it to raise a mentally healthy, first of all, spiritually intact relationship with God kid? And um, the, the, the eating thing. And she, she just wrote back and said, no, my, 
my my son just won't stop eating. And he's 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 you know I love him and he's grossly grossly overweight. Man, I struggle with that because gosh, kids their bodies are always growing, always changing, and they, they can go through periods of time where they put on a lot of fat and it settles out and it can never be an identity thing. And so we we had a bit of an email exchange on this. And I asked her instead to get to the root of this, like what's what's really going on? And then spend some time talking about that. And to start, start absolutely start as a family. Absolutely start as a family. And and here's where this leads. Is if you're a parent of young ones, and and God, please God grab my words here. I want to be so careful. If you are a parent of young ones and you yourself are are profoundly overweight, uh, you really, really increase the odds of your kids being that. I, I do not intend to shame. My dad was grossly overweight. Uh, remember, I was 180 pounds heavier. With fat, my, my brother, half-brother, went through a phase where he was enormously overweight. And, and we, he and I had a good time working out together, and, and he kind of came around on that pretty well. I mean, very well. But if that doesn't happen, your kids could end up on that path. Now, just think about how it has been for you to be that heavy. So, look, if you're past the point of doing it for yourself, examine the life you want for your kids on this earth. It's not about that's the beautiful people, beautiful souls, and broken bodies. So if it's not for you, how about for them? Soda weight loss is judgment-free. Most of the people there have been through the program on their own. They're healthcare providers from way back. And think of what it says to your kids when they see you decide to make this positive change. And you can explain it as, hey, it has nothing to do with hating myself. It has to do with, I want a healthy body. It's SOTAweightloss.com, SOTAweightloss.com. They'll take care of every detail, the menus, the foods you should eat. They'll help you through weigh-ins, bumps in the road. 4.8 out of a possible five stars in Google review, over 7,000 reviews. SOTAweightloss.com, SOTAweightloss. Fox News just got beat by MSNBC for the first time in 120 weeks. Their network is below MSNBC for the first time in ha, 120 weeks. What is that? That's almost three years. And there are no indications that Fox is bouncing back from firing Tucker Carlson or from putting him on the sidelines. And now, they're, now they've set him a cease and desist. Hey, stop saying stuff on Twitter. Look, I can tell you something. Uh, obviously, I am a nobody compared to Tucker Carlson, but I'll tell you something about my radio contracts, all of them. They all recognize the fact that I own certain websites. I will continue to own them and use them as I wish. I have social media accounts that companies let me use. I will use them as I see fit. You're not taking ownership of them. There's nothing in this that can, that, that can be construed to say you can stop me from speaking on social media if I leave. As I left radio. Now, during the time that I was at, uh, in Seattle, there were rules about what I would say on social media. And it started with, it would started with, you know, no cursing and threatening people and stuff that makes sense. Morals codes. And later, as speech codes slept into talk radio, 
you know, that I had some articles canceled and taken down. You knew that, right? No, we talked about that. I had an article spiked. I bought my own company and I said at that point, I will never again write an article ever, ever. I will never write another article for you. I said it to them and I didn't. Because if you're going to take what I wrote, publish it, and then when people freak out, take it down, I'm not writing. So that was all my way of pointing out that Tucker Carlson, I guarantee, I guarantee Tucker Carlson's contract was better than mine. Being that he had more influence. For Fox. I mean, in our radio station, God blessed us with a lot of influence. The show was one of the the very, very tip top of their entire network. Thank God. Thank you, Rush Limbaugh as well. God rest you, Rush. This is from Matt Walsh uh, with Daily Wire. And of course, the uh, author of, of or the creator of the film, What is a Woman? He writes, breaking, we've obtained internal documents from Fox News employees. Fox Court is celebrating pride by encouraging employees to read about, I'm going to write, I'm going to say a phrase. If you're listening with family, uh, the phrase is going to take, uh, the phrase and the explanation is going to take about 15 seconds in three, two, one. To read about glory holes, which is a way for men to be sexually pleasured by putting their penises in a hole in a wall and having someone they'll never see sexually pleasure them on the other side. So, uh, I encourage their employees to read about those things. Supporting a group that gives sterilizing hormones to homeless youth and deployed woke AI to monitor everyone. Explicit content warning. Under the heading Support One Another, Fox encourages employees to donate to the Trevor Project, Alley Forney Center, and the LALGBT Center. The Trevor Project, which Fox says is devoting to helping LGB so-called TQ young people, hosts a sexually explicit chat room that connects children as young as 13 years old with adults to talk about sex. That's the Trevor Project. That's what Fox is, in, that's what Fox is encouraging their employees to fund. The Alley Forney Center, which Fox praises for rescuing homeless LGB so-called T-youth, appears to admit on Twitter and its website that it injects these homeless young people with wrong sex hormones, which are known to cause sterilization. The Los Angeles LGB so-called T-Center, which Fox calls unstoppable, has posted a video of a mother surprising her so-called trans daughter, meaning her son, with the child's first dose of hormones. YouTube removed the footage for terms of service violation, but a screenshot is still on Twitter. Let's look at the Fox employee portal. Employees are also encouraged to, quote, expand their perspective by reading books by so-called trans activists, including a memoir titled Fairest, about a precious boy who would grow up to be a woman. The book contains information that's obviously important for Fox employees, such as, as they go about their work, such as an early scene explaining what a, the, 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 the hole we talked about earlier, explaining what that is. Fox endorsed book also deals with a details, the author's graphic description of having a penis in his mouth. Another book that Fox leadership encourages his employees to read red, white and Royal blue is about a fictional gay relationship between the Prince of Wales and the president's son. It contains language calling America a genocidal, a genocidal empire. 
The book, which Fox suggests will expand your perspective, also devolves into gay erotica, and it is very, very, very much so. Very explicit. Fox leadership doesn't just pick out books for its adult employees. They also suggested a pride and rainbow-filled kids book with a character who comes out as a unicorn, presumably symbolizing coming out as gay or so-called transgender. Fox further recommends that employees listen to podcasts like Query, watch various TED Talks about LGB so-called T-Life. In one of those talks, a woman explains that undergoing a medically unnecessary double mastectomy is a sign of strength. Elsewhere on the Fox employee portal, workers are encouraged to attend a Ben & Jerry's powered pride event at the New York headquarters of Fox News. And Fox is also contracted with an AI platform called Escalera, which tracks the employee's commitment to the cult of DEI. Fox told employees to sign up for Escalera so the AI could help them engage in activities that will deepen their understanding of identity and explore nuanced DNI concepts. And Escalera says it pulls in data from various sources, including the email and payroll systems. It generates a peer comfort index and a diversity index based in part on how often employees practice micro-affirmations. You know, like pretending a man is a woman. The AI can even calculate attrition costs that different divisions could suffer if they fail to promote diversity, exclusion, and insanity. That's your Fox News. I knew they were fallen when they started to pretend men are women. And in fact, when the newsroom began to use the word transgender, I knew it was over for Fox News. This is a question and it's, I, I, gosh, I have all sorts of logs sticking out of my own head. I know that out of my own eye. I know that I'm a, I, I am a, I am a man who needs redemption every day. I, I know that this person has done an enormous amount for society and, and, and for politics. Uh, in the years, recent years, I've started to differ with him greatly in many, many areas, particularly on war. <sighs> why is Sean Hannity still there? Why, why does Sean Hannity stay? Because if I understand it, Sean Hannity's net worth is about $320 million. His salary is $34 million bucks a year. That's $3 million a month. Why are you there? Take $10 million of that and build SeanHannity.com into a monster. Your podcast would do this much. Why? Why is Laura Ingram there? Why would you stay at a place like this? Why would you subject yourself to this? Ingram's net worth, $76 million. Or no, I guess to 2023, the estimate's $90 million. You have it all. In terms of money, treasures on earth, guys, I beg you. I beg you. 
to consider your souls when the Lord Jesus comes to you and, or you go to him on the, on, uh, at the judgment throne and he asks you, how did you continue to, to, to take the talent I gave you? I gave you those skills to steward. How did you take them and service that organization that did this to my creation? To the little ones. Lord Jesus didn't go around threatening people a lot. He was very clear about anyone who causes the little ones to stumble on their way to him. Far better would it be for that person to have a millstone tied around their neck and to be tossed into the ocean. I think Sean Hannity is a decent man. I know, I know him to be a kind man. I've not met him. But Sean heard that I was going to be trapped in New York because I was in there filling in for Rush, God rest him. I was in the iHeart Studios. Sean heard I was going to be trapped there, not able to do my local radio show. He heard that when I was speaking on Rush's show. Sean heard this. He didn't call me, and why would he? He doesn't know me. He called iHeart. He said, hey, I heard the guy filling in for Rush today. Um, he's going to need a studio. Let him use mine. And they said, what are you going to do? He said, I'll just do the show from, I, I can do the show from TV. I'll do it from home. But let him use my studio. Give him the key. Let him, let him, let him, you know, give him the key. It's fine. I took that as a great, he didn't need to do that. What did, what did Sean have to gain from that? Nothing but kindness. And so, Sean, if you ever hear this, I hope you'll take it as an act of kindness on my behalf to beg you, brother, to beg you. And Laura, to beg you. So look at what you're serving. And sadly, who you're serving. And hey, uh, I'm open to you guys coming and pointing out all the logs in my eyes. I'm sure there's a forest growing in there. Black forest of logs. And I hope I would be... What would I say? Gracious in hearing that from you? Whew, I didn't intend to say that. Gosh, I may need to listen to that later and make sure I want that in the podcast. I guess if you hear it, it's there. AlanSoaps.com slash Todd exists because of jobs and work. Pardon me for the little sound in the microphone, for jobs and work. And jobs and work for who? Well, it starts with a young man named Alan who works every single day at Alan Soaps. And he's the namesake. He's also the chief soap officer, invented many, many of the very unique fragrances, partners with a family that has made soaps for three generations, all the way back from the old country. So the soap is high quality, all natural, 100%, no junk in it. Uh, it is a subtle, all of the, the scents and fragrances are subtle and unique. Some are very manly in my judgment, but subtly so, not like blasting you out. Many of them are tied back to memories that Alan has. He is nonverbal um, on the autism scale. So his way of communicating is either through his, his iPad. He's pretty good at that, really good at it, or through the soaps he makes. And at alansoaps.com slash Todd, the other mission is to have more young people like Alan. Well, hey, guys, mission accomplished. Uh, we've gotten to the point where Alan's brother, Ian, can now work at the company and get paid. 
So we're nearing a point together by subscribing for soap delivery at alansoaps.com slash Todd. You get your favorite soaps, favorite washcloths, get that delivered so you never run out. And we want to hire more young people like Alan and Ian, who the party would say, oh, just abort these kids or store them. They can't do nothing. Their lives don't matter. Well, they do. And as always, we don't ask you to respond to the story by continuing to buy the soap. We ask you to respond to the story by trying the soap. And my bet is once you try Allen Soaps, that allensoaps.com slash Todd, you will fall in love with the product. So now you've got a great story, a great cause, a great product. And unless you're going to do something I don't, I'm, I'm not aware of anyone else doing, unless you intend to stop cleaning your body. Oh, wait, Michael Moore, the filmmaker. Okay, so unless you stop, it, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know that he doesn't clean his body. AlanSoaps.com slash Todd. It's AlanSoaps.com slash Todd. So here's what's going on um, in the state of, of, of North Dakota and or probably South Dakota. And just for the record, no, Christy Nome has not done anything about it. Yeah, she wants to be president, but she's not done anything about this. And look, I get it. Some things that Christy Nome has done has been very, very good, have done. It's been very good. She was great on COVID, fantastic on COVID, probably the best on COVID, honestly. Because right from the outset, she said, no, we're not going to play. And then she had to be bullied into, pushed into, shamed into, um, pushed and pushed into finally, finally denying the gender jackers a big foothold in her state. Now there's this, and this is Greg Price writing. What I'm about to tell you should be the most important story in America, but no national media is talking about it. One of the biggest invasions of property rights in American history is currently happening in South Dakota to expand so-called green energy. He talked to a gentleman named Jared Bosley on the phone. And Jared is a longtime farmer. His families are longtime farmers. And they're facing something that no American should ever face. And that is the theft of their lands by a private company. And they're pretending it's eminent domain, but eminent domain is not, this isn't eminent domain. This is strong arming the mob taking for someone. So here's how this is working. He wants to preserve his family farm. Obviously, he wants his kids to be able to live this lifestyle. And what's happened is a company called Summit Carbon has been bringing to his property, to this man's land, he's been bringing, they've been bringing surveyors without his permission. Why? Because he is one of 80 South Dakota landowners who are currently facing an eminent domain lawsuit from a company not a government. This isn't for, this isn't for uh, key, key infrastructure. This isn't for roads. It's not for highways. It's not for a military base. This has nothing to do with government infrastructure. This is not eminent domain. It is hardcore theft. They want to seize the property. Want to know why? To build carbon capture pipelines that will transport CO2 emissions from Iowa to North Dakota to be stored underground. Want to know who owns a patent on this stuff? Did you already say it in your head? Right, Bill Gates. Now, I'm not saying that Gates is behind this. I'm saying that he owns a patent on this. So the same stuff they're telling us is absolute poison. Carbon dioxide. 
And we're all carbon-based life forms. We know that. It's something they intend to take out of manufacturing processes, out of the air, and seize and hold as gold. Now, when you do this with a pipeline, you come along and send surveyors on the people's land without their permission. And often these people are going on to people's land with private security, armed security. And there's a video that are described like this. It's that the men in the video are surveyors from this so-called company. They entered his home and shop before going on his farm to survey the land, all without permission, while only his wife was home. And again, this is Greg Price reporting this. They later falsely accused him of threatening to kill them. He talked to them for six seconds on speakerphone about how the sheriff would be there while they do it. And are taking him to court to get a restraining order so he can't be on his own property when they come back. This farmer rancher tells Greg Price that the surveyors from the company have shown up to a South Dakota farm without permission, some with armed security guards like something straight out of Blazing Saddles. The, the, the Republican leadership in South Dakota has done nothing. Nothing. There's no bills to protect landowners from imminent domain by this mobbed up fake company. Christy Noem has done nothing. Why? Because they're mobbed up. And this is what Greg Price writes. To give you an idea of Summit Carbon's connection to the GOP, their senior advisor is a six-term Iowa governor, Terry Brandstant. He's a kingpin in Iowa, and his support is crucial to political success in the state. Former South Dakota GOP state chair Dan Letterman is a senior advisor for LST Group, a public relations firm working with Summit Carbon Solutions. Oh, yeah. And they were also a platinum sponsor of Governor Kristi Noem's inauguration back in January. There are some people in the Republican side who are standing up against this, and that is the South Dakota Freedom Caucus. And they're talking the language of theft as they should be. South Dakota Freedom Caucus stopped the steal. This time, not an election, but the land of 80 farmers. This communicates utter and complete contempt for the very notion, the very legal theory that supports eminent domain and utter and complete contempt for any form of compassion, any form of logic. This is a fallen world's habit. And the trick that we have to pull off is to somehow not hate the people behind this fake company. It's just a mob. It's just a cartel. It's not a company. Companies don't do this. They don't have the power to do this. This is a mob. To pray that we do not fall into hatred. First of all, to keep our souls intact, but secondly, to think straight. The thinking straight is this. Christy Nome is a failure. Any Republican who backs this is a failure. Any Democrat who cheers this is an assailant. And the reality of where we sit is Washington, D.C. cannot, cannot ride itself. And in our responsibility in all of this is to stand with these landowners. This may be the thing which creates time for us to go to their property and stand and say, no. This may be that moment 
If they're going to take 80 farms for a carbon capture scheme, they can take farms for anything. Now, if it was, quote, just that, just that, this could be a little bit different. It would still be horrendous, a theft and something worth standing with these farmers physically on their land to stop. But it's not just that. It's connected to the greater picture of contempt, but it's also connected to the greater strategy of stealing food sources. John Kerry, speaking the language of family farms need to modernize. They need innovation, meaning garbage like this. Bill Gates and the Chinese Communist Party buying farmland to then constrict the supply of staple foods, particularly protein in the case of Bill Gates, because he wants us all to have fake protein. The Dutch farmers, the theft, outright theft, strong-armed blackmail theft of their land. And the atrocious, unthinkable sin of telling those people, hey, if we buy this land before we steal it, if you take us on the, up on the 150% or 120% what your farm is worth now, prior to us stealing it, you can never work in farming or ranching again. The pattern is contempt for the food supply that God created for us. It's, it's, it's contempt for the manna from heaven. It is a remarkable thing to behold and yet to know that this has all been foretold. I believe we must be ready to go to South Dakota and stand on the land with these guys if they want us there. If they come to try to steal it. I, I think that this point, I think we've reached it with this point. Because this is fertile, good family farmland being taken for a pipeline to store carbon dioxide, which we're told is a radical poison. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who were breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.